recording. It always warns you legally that you're being recorded. So there you go. Okay. Sweet. Okay. So hit it. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows it worked for an hour to get it get it going. So Ah uh, man, that's crazy. Well, I've had problems with that app before, so I don't I don't know what's going on with it. But uh you know, I wanted to uh, talk with you about current events, dude. There's a lot of things going on right now. I know you're a self-sabotage expert, and uh, I kind of wanted to talk about um, everything from peace of mind. How do how do people uh, keep the peace right now with current events going on? Um, you know, obviously with the self-sabotage topic, um, you know, how can people you know stay healthy during this time? I think that's like most important. And then I also wanted to talk about the hysteria of what's going on with the uh, COVID-19 crisis and uh, how it's got everybody in fear mode. Yeah, those are pretty wide sweeping topics <laughs> to, to cover. Uh, Self-sabotage, of course, is, you know, based on psychology and the psychology of self-sabotage is you know, if you were to boil it down so that the average person could understand it, it's all about the difference between a child-based adaptation to the world and an adult-based. So children, um, the, the subconscious mind is the part of the mind that is in charge of protecting us. And it's very, very active when we're young. And it's very obsessed with fitting in. The subconscious mind knows when you're born that you're very small, and even in the first, say, 10 years, you can't defend yourself, you can't handle a weapon, can't handle an axe, you can't hit someone back. And the subconscious mind knows, you know, that the survival is dependent on you blending in and, you know, you don't have a lot of tools in order to increase your chances of survival. So the, the tools that the subconscious has, has developed uh, to make sure that you do survive is fitting in, being compliant, being obedient, saying what you're supposed to say, believing what you're supposed to believe, and really mimicking what your caregivers are, are doing because the way the human brain is designed, you're very uh, likely to care for someone else or feel bonded with someone else or bring them into the inner circle of the tribe the more they act and think and behave like yourself. So the, the subconscious mind is a conformist-based application. And in ancient societies, that conformist-based application was very dangerous if it wasn't sort of arrested you know, or stopped. That's what arrested means, stopping. If this conformist application or the conformist-based strategy or this conformist-based way of interfacing with the world it became extremely dangerous in ancient cultures if it wasn't arrested at about 14 years of age, especially among the males. Mm. Because if you, if you had males mature past 14 while trying to be professional people pleasers and they follow the herd and they're compliant and they go along to get along, then this, the society is, you know, bound to collapse because you have warriors of adult age or adults of adult age that still have coping mechanisms of the child and mm. it, you know folds over so when i do self-sabotage coaching and i qualify self-sabotage coaches to go out into the world and and do this kind of work themselves we i teach them and how to analyze like a very long questionnaire that we have. And it really pulls out if the person is using child-based adaptations to interface with the world mm. because it, it doesn't work in your adult life. So, you know, you're down at the pub, you're, you're 200 pounds already or 240 pounds and everybody's drinking and you feel the pressure to be drinking, even mm. though, you know, you're, you're 240 pounds or you're in a job and you're miserable or you're even in a relationship and you're miserable and you feel if that adult doesn't understand that their sort of inner desire to fit in with what's making them miserable is what traps them in that miserable life and that people-pleasing kind of cultural conformist-based attitude is so, sort of a layover from child-based adaptations 
then they never escape and find happiness because the the child the child based adaptations are always um, designed around safety and survival, mm-hmm. and in psychology. Uh, safety and survival is not happiness. It's actually the opposite. Mm. Right. So when we take our clients in, we see that they're not really happy with themselves and they're usually overweight and, and medicated and, and, you know, broke, you know, miserable and broke, <laughs> not in shape. And, and they've gotten there because they're always trying to be, hey, how you doing? There's various roles. Like we have about seven different personalities a child can take on to get by childhood and really fit in. And then, uh, you know, like I said, that's supposed to stop. And, you know, you can really identify the people pleaser or the the jester or the joker, you know, the funny guy, ha, 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 that does like three shooters at the end of the night. So um, those are great adaptations when we're children, but really bad when we're when we're adults. And it gets into us, gets us into a whole bunch of financial and relationship and spiritual problems. And that rite of passage was so important, say, in ancient Sparta. I tell this story a lot is that when the ancient Spartans would put their their 14-year-old males outside the city walls and they, they'd have to survive at least a week because it helped move the mind over to like, what do I have to do to keep myself alive? How do I judge the environment properly? How do I how do I survive? How do I create safety and security for myself? How do I judge risk? When should I sleep? So all the decisions be, start to become internalized to the individual as opposed to being dictated by the culture. Mm-hmm. And so if if the male were to survive, and a lot of them would die, and the females would sometimes have to be understood that it would be better to lose several capable males out in the forest to the gray wolves that were very famous i've been around sparta and that's what would usually get the children or or if they didn't mature if they didn't eliminate the child-based adaptations we see what we see in our society today we see man children uh, girl children uh sorry man like adults that are acting and thinking like children gotcha and that sort of uh, development was also always known to attract evil, like rotten meat attract the maggot, mm. because it's God. weak, because it's weak and it's vulnerable. And this is what we see today with with the COVID. And people might be like they're confused already <laughs> when I say that, right? They're like, "What do you mean it's like the COVID?" Be- I'm telling everybody out there that you're in big trouble. If you are thinking that there's a virus out there making people sick and having them die, you're in really big trouble because the you 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 wouldn't even be able to understand what I would have to say to explain that because you're actually inside the the child ego, the child mind. You haven't made the maturation, and that's why the evil is at your front door because because you don't notice. The right, evil can right. o- only get that far to your door because you don't understand that an adult, a real adult in their true adult power, in their true adult center, was always supposed to be watching the horizon for the, e- uh, the evil, you know, judging the wind and the smell and the aroma, because it's always coming. And now right. people have lived in this perpetual childhood uh, in it, in psychology, it's been documented for hundreds of years, called the paraternist, which means the forever child. And it's always this sort of forever child that attracts the evil. And it's so incompetent and inept because it's never learned to be a true adult. It still has that people pleasing. And it's all based on herd-based conformity. So the psychology yep. is very uh, obvious that it you know, the person out there today who is saying the virus is, you know, killing these people, regardless of the questions that could deconstruct that, they're saying that because it's a safer thing to say than anything else. Exactly. And, and that's the role of a child. And everybody has been, and to be honest with you, you know, 
it's not it it is sort of the fault of the person themselves because this sort of not only has the person not seen the evil coming because they've never made the proper rite of passage from a child to an adult they're actually so stuck in the child-based way of interfacing with the planet or interfacing with crisis they've done the worst thing historically they could do they've invited the vampire past the threshold that's what i was gonna say yeah absolutely man it comes yeah. in the form of a television set right right and and this is you know this is this is what's happened is is they've in they're inviting so when someone is not willing to ask the hard questions like for example i will tell you what a real adult thinks in a situation like this and the person can judge themselves how far away there there are there are deaths that occur on regular rates in every country so in this in the u.s it's about 2.6 million deaths every single year that's natural natural causes natural populations people that are vulnerable it's unfortunate people die but they die it's sad and in Canada, it's about 260,000 uh, people per year that die. And in Italy, it's about 680,000 per year. And so a real adult would be asking the questions. So say, like, let's take Italy. It's uh, eight. Let me just sign out of this Facebook because my Facebook, of course, is lighting up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> You know, that's going on. Get those dings out of the way. So let's say Italy. We have natural death rate of about 1,850 deaths per day. That's this lit, you know, that's what it was last year. That's what it was the year before. And a real adult, a real adult number one does not respond to media propaganda like right. we're like we're immortal. So if you yes. take the forever child and if and if someone like when you take a forever child, someone that's never made the rite of passage. And of course, as a self-sabotage coach, we rehab these kind of people. So it's very easy to sort of pick them out and and know that they're stuck in this form of arrested development. But when a forever child sees the reporter say uh, 10 people died last night in Ontario from the COVID-19. That's where I live, in the province of Ontario. The forever child literally thinks 10 people died last night from COVID-19, and they never bother, bother to ask, number one, how are they testing for it? What are the confirmation tests? Is this extra above the, the regular rate of death in my country, in my province, in my state, in my country? And if you look at the deaths in Italy, no, there was not an excessive death of over the 1850, the general amount. And the forever child understands, uh, doesn't understand that this sort of thing is also historical because children don't, children are entertainment based entities. Yeah. And adults are education based entities. So children are followers, adults are leaders. Children want to entertain, adults want to educate, and you can see the whole media onslaught is directing everything to, to the, 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 the forever child. Right. You talk to a person today, and you would have to think everybody are immortal superheroes, and there hasn't been a death on this planet in the last 3,000 years. And these, are, these aren't the times of Noah. <laughs> Okay, these are the times of people die. Those statistics are easy to find on the Internet. And for someone and, and then you can compare them rationally and logically as an adult toward the death rates that you're getting right now. And you can also see when I used only three weeks ago, I could get the death rate totals per country like this on the Internet. And now they're being scrubbed. Not scrubbed completely off, but it, it, you have to use a calculator. It'll give you so many deaths per 100,000 of the population. So it mm -hmm. takes some calculation, which is meant to put a, a stop on the forever child for their investigation because they don't want to use a calculator. They don't want to think. 
They want to be spoon-fed their information. They want to be told what to do. And so what we really have is a psychological attack on the population using very documented and very ancient, not even ancient, I mean, it doesn't matter which sort of book you go back to, this sort of psychology of using fear, and the average adult should be very aware that fear drops the IQ of the childlike levels. And this is, again, how we can try to buffer ourselves, because we have to stay calm, even though the government is really coming extremely hard at the adult children, the forever child right now, in terms of trying to scare them. Like if, if there's someone out there listening to this and has, have, has thought that locking themselves in their, in, the, in their own house is a good idea, I can guarantee you that you're thinking as a child without any sort of historical context, unfortunately, I because, mean, yeah, it's, go ahead, Jay. Oh, no, 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 dude. I'm, I'm just fully in agreement with you, man. Um, you know, the, the big, the big issue is you, you alluded to a couple of things. Uh, one, you said medicating and what people fail to understand is there's several different ways that we actually medicate when we're in a fear like state. And, uh, you alluded to the fact that we go along with the herd. I think that's a part of the medication. Uh, the fact that people are glued to their television sets, that's a form of medication. Um, the fact that I see people posting toilet paper and uh, hoarding, you know, um, all these self-sabotage uh, foods, they're not eating anything nutritious that would boost their immune system. So when you were talking about medi medicating, just to go back, um, I kind of wanted to, to, to go over that a little bit more because um, I think people when some people, when they think medication, they think the actual form of, you know, you're taking pills or whatever, but it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah, the 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 child part of ourselves, which, again, was sort of a perfect adaptation in our younger years, the, the child was always obsessed with sugar and candy and because that part of the brain doesn't have the ability to judge long-term consequences. So the child can always think that, you know, they can have four bags of cookies or two rows of cookies and a bag of chips and a pop. And the, the child mind, the child adaptation doesn't have the ability to think long-term. So long-term, the adult thinking long-term is the government is overstepping their boundaries and the child is like, you know, please someone save me from the virus, which is basically completely fabricated. So what, what you're seeing with the viral reporting is that you're seeing regular deaths reported as, as irregular. That's right. what you're seeing. And so the people who are behind this are simply going to any hospital in the world, seeing the regular deaths. And again, it's very sad. People die, but they die. So the hospitals are where people are dying. And then they're using props. So the first word in propaganda is props, because props are like stage entities that you put to to invoke a certain emotional response that you want, like a lightning or dark background, you know, the cemetery on the stage, like Broadway, stuff like that. So what they're doing to invoke the response in the child, in the, you know, in the adult child is the regular deaths are always happening. So they don't even have to be coordinated. So you just walk in a hospital, you start saying there's a COVID virus, Yep. And you dress the nurse and the doctor in a hazmat suit. You start sequestering and quarantining those those patients. Not that they've been tested, not that they have COVID. Um, just you sequester anybody from the time the camera is, is in the hospital. You just say, everybody over to the left. These are special cases. And there's a steady supply of death coming in. So you take some quick snapshots. And of course, I've talked to people before. Uh, and then if you take the quick snapshots and you start putting them up and saying, you know, this is ravaging the society. Everybody's got to lock themselves in, the, in their houses. And 
this is really going to come to a shock as some people because everything the the adult the forever child has learned is fabricated including the viral theory of disease causation completely fabricated right there it can be dismantled number one if the if the viral uh theory of disease caused causation was true everybody would be dead yeah some yep. people are you know more vulnerable some aren't and people with high immune systems aren't as vulnerable but do you see the government talking about anything about boosting immunity yep. and for someone the forever child just wants to feel safe they just want a safe environment so they can go play with their toys watch their tv do their tiktoks but these aren't these are adults and they want to drink their wine and watch their Netflix and, and work their jobs and not think long term about what's going on. Now, a real adult knows the government doesn't care for them at all because a real adult knows yeah. that seven million people die every single year from smoking on the planet. So let's take the natural death rate to start 53 million. And it's been up, I think, a couple of years ago to 59. I think this year it's around, last year, 2019, 53, 54 million people just died on the planet, unfortunately. And regular deaths from people just getting old, mostly old people, but a lot of young people too, because they're so sick. But who's making them sick? Well, the government's making them sick with all their, you know, stamps of approval on everything that causes premature death. And the uh, and then the forever child sees the government saying, go in your house because I, I care about you. If you think <laughs> the government cares about you, you're a forever child. Because right. the, the 7 million people out of the 53 get killed every year prematurely. Everybody dies, right? Yeah. prematurely so they're just taken off the earth early yeah. by smoking but all the governments have smoking approved stamp of approval for nicotine there's smoking sections in the smoking booths called i think they're winston booths at the at the airports there's smoking sections at my local hospital outside but they're still yeah. like if you really cared you'd say no smoking on the grounds because that would show you actually cared about the public's health but the child doesn't want to face the fact that they're living under tyrannical rule because it's too scary it interrupts their entertainment junk food kills 11 million people every year out of the 53 uh -huh. and then and the a real adult goes if the government cared about the health of the public or when they died because this is the big flag being flown now is we're doing all this for your health and safety and you'd have to be a complete you know you really wouldn't you can't have one brain cell left on duty <laughs> if if you if you think the government cares while junk food kills 11 million people per year in all hospitals there's pop chocolate bar and chip machines if you go into the hospital, they're serving you junk food. And the only restaurants that are allowed open right now across the world, full stop, are the junk food distributors. Yeah. And so the forever child just loves the whole idea because they can still get their crappy food and get high. And the adult goes, the government's lying. Something yep. else is going on. So what you're seeing is a psychological mm -hmm. battle between... A society that's been made purposely weak and the forever child has been purposely groomed for this exact situation where they're going to be like, yeah, come on in, <laughs> come on in, come in my house, you know, take my job. You know, I want to be safe. Well, if you read a history book and, you know, if you want to if you want to know if you're a forever child, like if you're listening to this, if you got no books in your house, you're a child. Like if all you got is DVDs, movies, a TV, and no books, <laughs> you're a forever child. Um, and and unfortunately, yeah, and unfortunately, you're gonna be reminded and really taught a very vicious lesson at this time because 
you don't invite the wolf into the hen house after the wolf has dressed up as Little Red Riding Hood. And that's what's really going on in this situation. And even something like alcohol, it kills 3 million people every year out of the 53 or 54 that dies. Restaurants now approved to allow alcohol with their takeout service. And all the liquor stores are open all across the world. And alcohol is proven to exacerbate viral infection. So... Again, <laughs> if you and then in our community, the, the liquor stores used to open at nine and now they're open either one or two hours early. So the seniors and the disabled can shop for their alcohol, which has been proven to cause cancer, cause brain damage, shorten life in any amount. The forever child doesn't like there is no cauliflower poisoning, but there is alcohol poisoning. And a real adult knows what that means in a split second. A forever right. child clings to illusion like alcohol in moderation is healthy for them. And right. and yeah, so if the government really cared about flattening the curve, <laughs> OK, right. or whatever it's called. Right. If they really wanted to flatten the curve, would you not want to at least remove the chocolate bar chip and pot machines, shut down the fast food restaurants that are all cause, proven to cause viral disease? And this is the ambush. This is the ambush for the forever child. The forever child has been taught that no matter how much junk they fit into this hole in their mouth, that when they get sick, it's a virus never been proven. It's been proven that if you pollute yourself, that your body produces viruses itself on the yep. inside of itself. As a, as a detergent. As a detergent. And that's why viruses on each side of the, of the aisle here, the, all scientists will say viruses aren't alive because they're not. It's like saying Mr. Clean is alive. Mr. Clean's right. not alive. It right. does a job, but it's not alive. So the worse you eat, the more toxins you have in your body. And unless your body gets rid of those toxins, you will die very quickly. So it produces viruses to scrub the inside. And then it excretes the viral load plus the toxins into outside the cell walls. And then you will see viruses, which are just little molecules and they're you know they're just little balls that's it yeah. and they they were the scrubbers and then they just flowed out and depending on how many toxins you had in your system yeah you can feel sick because the pollution that garbage just got taken to the curb yeah and if yeah. it's a big load you're going to feel sick and your body's known to do this in the spring and the fall naturally because that's it's part of its maintenance cycle and the it's forever the problem is, Jay, the problem is, Jay, because uh, you touched upon a lot of things there, but the problem is we've been duped into thinking that viruses are something we catch out of thin air. And so this is the problem. The masses have been duped into thinking that. And there's only a few of us, you know, I would argue less than 5% of the entire world's population actually gets the fact that viruses actually come from the inside out. So the whole world's been duped into this one line of thinking. Even if you're a grown adult who has rational thinking, who asks the appropriate questions, the problem is the majority thinks one way. And so this is the problem, right? So when they line up to do forced vaccines or God knows what the ultimate agenda is, right? I mean, there's a lot of speculation on what's going on, and there's a lot of stuff that Gates is doing right now under the radar that's got a lot of people suspicious. So if they line up and they're going to force vaccinate, guess what? The ones who don't, the herd mentality is going to be just like, you know, when uh, Pontius Pilate, you know, said, do you guys take uh, Bar Barabbas? Yeah, Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. <laughs> yeah. Jesus did nothing wrong other than claim the fact that he was God. 
That's all he did. Yeah, people, that's, the, that's the herd mentality, that childlike thinking that you're talking about, bro. Yeah, the childlike, the childlike mentality is heavily involved, but there is hope if because in the mind it's been proven that if you can put in a logical, what's called destructive interference, so something that challenges the old belief system, the old belief system starts to crumble. So the old belief system is that, you know, the government, which is, you know, basically a covet of liars and a real adult knows that right away and they they know that they're dealing with professional liars and there's no way those people should be in charge of your health or your your life in any way they should not have the power to lock you in your house and then also have a hired goon squad to enforce their tyrannical dictates and that goon squad is a lot smaller than most people believe Okay, it's it basically the fear is internal. And what they're trying to make you believe is that if you eat donuts or cauliflower, you still get sick. Yep. And what they're really trying to make you believe is that and you can see why. So th- that sort of concept is very important to disempower the just make sure the person never transitions because. You know, they're trying to tell you that all the visible poisons that are approved by the government don't make anybody sick. Now, if you believe that, you're in trouble. I'm going to tell you right away that if you believe that fluoride poison and vaccine poison and pesticides sprayed on your food and mercury teeth fillings and, you know, Wi-Fi and higher frequency or every lower frequency, but closer Wi-Fi. If you believe none of this makes you sick, it absolves the government of any sort of fault in your sickness. So they're trying to do the old Apollo switcheroo in Las Vegas. He's a very clever pickpocket, the most famous pickpocket in the world. His name is Apollo. And what they're trying to do is make you focus on an invisible an invisible virus as the cause of all your problems when the real cause like a real adult knows that the cause of all our problems number one is the government number two it's the poisons that the government rubber stamps everything from glyphosate to mercury teeth fillings to fluoride in your tap water to fluoride in your toothpaste mercury um sorry yeah fluoride is proven to cause brain damage at between one and two parts per billion so it's a ppm parts per sorry per million parts per million so one to two parts per million fluoride causes brain damage and in a tube of toothpaste it's 1500 ppm and when you go to the dental office for the dental dam where they soak your teeth in fluoride under the blatant lie that's going to make your teeth healthier, it's between 15,000 and 25,000 ppm. And they're trying to tell you that these toxins that you can see aren't the problem. And then you might say, well, what is the problem? They're going to tell you the problem is something you can't see, but we can see it. And we'll control it. You just do what we say, and you'll we'll we're the hero. We can yep. see this stuff under a microscope. Give all your power to us. And yep. so what? And so this is the con job that any adult who's made the transition, that made the proper rite of passage from child to adult, and this is the showdown in Big Sky that we are all involved in right now is that the wolf is at the hen house the the you know in the hen house the vampire has crossed the threshold because we have mo like the men are always supposed to be the first line of defense and they've been purposely feminized over the past 30 or 40 years and their numbers have been eliminated as well through fabricated war so there's like in the average watch, there's 150 pieces in the average watch. There's a lot of other things we could be discussing here. The feminization of men, the reduction of males through chemical infusions that are sprayed on our food and through false flag wars. Because this evil force that is hiding in government has been on this planet since light has been on this planet. 
And if it ever had a problem in ancient times, it was strong men that just stood up as, and would they wouldn't stand up when the wolf was in front of them. If they saw the wolf on the horizon, they're like, let's go. Because they yeah. knew that if it got close or if it wasn't beaten down or pushed back or resisted, you get, you know, you get Trump signing six trillion dollars and like half a billion, half a trillion is marked for needles full of poison or RFID chips for or, you know, uh, 5G sort of facial recognition so they can see who's social distancing. And this evil force is an anti-human force. Yeah. You know, it's against all humanity. It infects humans, but it's anti-human. It takes humans for a ride simply like I take my car for a ride. Yeah. It's not really human. So there's evil humans that are being driven sort of by evil. And there's good humans that are being driven by good. And there's some sort of weird showdown here on the planet. And people have to sort of understand evil spares no one. So I don't care if you're an army reservist or you're going to be called up or you think you're safe because you're a police officer or you're a teacher and you think, oh, I, like, you know, you're going to be spared because you're on the side of the government. Let me tell you something about evil. It spares no one. It'll poison the troops first and has poisoned the troops first and always has since like just if you're a tr if you're a soldier Look up anthrax vaccine that yeah. were that was thrown into all the soldiers before the Iraqi invasion. And again, you as a soldier, as someone who wants to, you know, research as a real adult, look up the anthrax vaccine. It was illegal. It had no testing to it. It, it, it was designed to hurt soldiers. Many soldiers are crippled. And yeah, maybe the government might pay a half a million dollars to sit at home after you're crippled by the vaccine but evil will take that deal all night long because money is paper yeah so if they have to chop down two trees actually it's cotton but let's just say it's paper if they got to chop down two trees and put funny markings on it to make you sit in the corners of mail so the wolf can get close to the hen house evil will take that deal all night long and is taking that deal right now everybody's like Evil loves it because all the corrupt politicians are feeding in the trough of the trillions. And evil, it's it's a, Satan has to turn away with envy and blush because it's such it's such a beautiful ambush that the, you I, know the greedy humans on the top and no one there's no one in that group who signed that six trillion dollars who will be spared. What's from, sad today is you know it's like I could just see the narrative playing out and I'm. I'm literally yelling, you know, at my friends and my family. I've been ostracized by my family. Um, I've been hit up multiple times saying basically I'm putting lives in danger because, you know, I don't buy into this, the farce of the whole virus narrative thing. I understand there's multiple agendas going on. And what's sad is, you know, I've basically have very passionately said, hey, no, you need to think layers deep. This is what's going on. You know, this is a problem. This is where the puck's going. And they just kind of like, nah, you're just a conspiracy theorist, right? You know, they just treat me as that black sheep. And it's so sad because they're just glued to their television sets. The only amount of research they've ever done is zero. They listen to CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, whatever the bullshit is. It's just all different sides saying the same exact narrative to keep people in this perpetual fear-like state. And the problem is it's it's hard to wake people like that up. I've sent videos. I've sent the data over. I've sent the research over. And yet, even though it's right there staring them right in the face, they're still locked into that narrative, man. Well, the subconscious of the child, it's a survival-based mechanism. Right. So for them, it's they're only doing what their brain is telling them, is decide with the bully and decide with the tyrant so that maybe inside the herd, the wolf will take the weaker sheep. But in this sort of situation, the wolf is going to devour the whole herd. And of course, a conspiracy theory is an outlandish story that's not believable. But think about it. 
the outlandish story is a government locking you in your house, mm-hmm. saying that they're doing so because they care about your death or your premature death while selling alcohol, cigarettes, and junk food that combined kill 21 million people on this planet every year. That's a conspiracy theory. If you want a story that's unbelievable about why you shouldn't believe it because it's so far-fetched, a caring government that is destroying the economy on purpose and destroying lives and fabric and selling regular death as a regular while leaving the fast food restaurants open, having chocolate bar chip and pop machines in their hospital, designated smoking areas, endorsing smoking, opening early for the liquor stores to, to serve the disabled, which were probably disabled through other poisonous assaults through government channels. That's a conspiracy theory right there. That's an unbelievable story. Why would anybody believe that the government cares for them when the government's had, we haven't had a peep out of the same government, 21 million people a year dying from cigarettes, alcohol, and junk food, not a peep. You have 5,000, 10,000, all these things are fabricated. Let's say 100,000 from COVID-19, all of a sudden shut the whole world down bankrupt half the population that are independent business people with access to cash. Come on, people. It's obvious. If you have an adult-based sort of view of the world, it it becomes obvious. So what you're frustrated because they want safety and they're willing to say whatever Biff or the, the schoolyard bully says. They're repeating, children repeat what the authority says for safety. Adults don't. So yep. w- w- it's it's the society is ripe for attack. That's why it's getting attacked, because it is basically everybody is stuck in some s- form of a- arrested development. Women are at the mall, busy with their aesthetics. Men are getting arm sleeves, busy with their video games and their alcohol based nonsense. And again, if you look at cigarettes and alcohol, 70 percent of the deaths in those categories are men. Men are being targeted. There's not a lot of men around. And if there are men around, they're feminized. They're afraid of guns. They don't like to fight. And who do you think put that out there for them to chew on? It's the wolf has has organized this to the nth degree. And we can either wake up and start countering the negative, uh, the narrative, or it's going to be the sheep go first, too. Like, so if anybody's out there thinking, I'll be the if you're going to be first in line for the vaccine, you will be the the sheep. The wolf can only eat so much. So if anybody's out there worried about what to do, well, just stay at home in your house when they start handing out the vaccine. The wolf can only handle so many so much blood and bones. Yeah. So yeah. it is. OK, so just bide your time. That's a great point, man. Um you know, going back to what you're saying, it's like, I don't understand why people trust a governmental agency with three letters, um, the CDC, when they said smoking was safe 60 years ago, and they were solid on it. <laughs> and all the doctors, the medical doctors, were telling you what brand of cigarettes they they smoked. And then you know, and then everybody's trusting this, uh, the guy that they're putting up on the screen, the doctor, his name's like Dr. Fossey or something, who lied and said that vaccines don't cause encephalitis. Either he's ignorant to the fact that vaccines have been proven to cause encephalitis, or he's lying. And this is the guy that people are putting their faith and trust in. And now, you know, I have, you know, people that are very close to me that are like begging for a, a, a vaccine as a solution. And yeah, it's just like, man, you are so lost. There isn't any. I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't think I could save. save well, them, you you, you know? can't because the someone like you have to understand, like Dr. Fossey, like, look at him. He's short. He's weak. He's not yeah. a very capable male. So his subconscious mind looked over the all the options for his safety as a child and said, I'll become a doctor because the subconscious scans everything. And so the people you're talking about, too, they know, like Dr. Fossey, he knows that the government's corrupt. 
but he's chosen to go with it for his safety. The person you're talking about who you're saying they don't know what's going on or they have a hard time getting getting to and changing their mind, they know what you know. So in psychology, it's proven that what you're saying, the subconscious already knows. They're already well aware that the government's corrupt. They're aware that the government's dark. They are aware that the government's evil, but they're hedging their bet with the bully. They're hedging their bet that if they repeat what they're supposed to say, do what they're supposed to do, that the bully will give them a free pass in the schoolyard. So in psychology, it doesn't matter if you're talking or I'm talking or the, the, the guy at the front of the vaccine line is talking, we know all the same thing. That guy has hedged his bets with the schoolyard bully to avoid the beatdown. You and I want to fight the bully. So adults, like I said, if they transition properly from child to adult, they will want to fight the bully because they think long term. Adults always think long term, 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Children think 5, 10 and 15 minutes down the road. So the very short term thinker is at the front of the vaccine lineup, knowing that he's going to take a chance. He's going to say, punch me in the face, take my uh, lunch money and I'm hoping to survive. That's that's the subconscious brain of the child. Did you hear about the um, Did you hear about the pastor that still held church service? Yeah, a real Iraq? adult. Yeah, a real adult, right? And, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah, a real adult, because that's what real adults do. They're like, no, I'm not staying inside. And if the real adults would rise up, and there's probably some real adult leadership in the police too, or the troops or the soldiers, and they have to understand. You're going to be the ones taking the vaccine first. They're going to, you know, and they're going to say you, your family's got to vaccinate so that you don't contaminate. Like they're coming after you guys first. So you should be very aware and just read a history book, like read a history book, go get some books and know they do this all the time. They did it in 1979. They've done it in the Spanish flu. It, it, the, it, the Spanish flu wasn't Spanish and it wasn't even a flu. It was another vaccine called the th- uh paratyphoid it was a typhoid or a paratyphoid vaccine they gave it to all the troops made them super sick and then they said the troops are coming home now with all these diseases from you know the battlefields everybody in the representing countries need to take the remaining stock of the paratyphoid uh, vaccine and it killed all those people so this is what we're going for like if, if the vaccine, if the coronavirus vaccine, which will be most likely a one-shot dead vaccine, um, when 100, say a billion people die from the vaccine, the history books will say it was, and you see Fossey already pre-framing the deaths from the vaccine as what he's going to call it the rebound effect. So if you want to know the verbiage and the phraseology, how a real adult thinks, when you see Fossey saying that the the virus is getting calmer now, but will probably rebound in September, when the vaccines come out, Fossey is herding everybody to that into the into the Mm -hmm. canyon. And he's here's another another thought on that. Sorry. Sorry to interject. Um, I want to I want to get to it when the topic comes up. But. Um, there's a book titled The Invisible Rainbow. And The Invisible Rainbow is about the electromagnification of the earth. So in the book, it makes the point that when they had this big flu pandemic in 1918, it was when they had a huge uh, technological advancement in electromagnetics. And then it talked about like there there was a viral outbreak when they uh you know had sonar when they bathed the earth in sonar and so right now let me just tell you in california what they're doing is they're rolling out the 5g they're putting all um they're upgrading the uh wireless infrastructure in all the schools right now since no kids are in school so what we're going to see is when we're allowed to go back out in you know into the world and our kids are able to go back to school and they got this 5G stuff going on. We're going to see a massive uptick in in illness. That's that's what my thought process is. Oh, it's a guarantee. And again, it's the same thing, whether it's 5G 
or a one, you know, or a one-shot kill vaccine like this Corona vaccine is going to be, or whether it's Doritos or Taco Bell or mercury teeth fillings or fluoride toothpaste, they all just simply contribute to the overall toxic load of the body. Right. And they know that every they're teetering, the species is teetering on the edge now. So they're going to bring in the 5G. They're going to, you know, especially formulate this vaccine to, to, you know, really take down anybody that's crazy enough to wait in line for it. And again, crazy to us is not crazy to them. They're going to hedge their bet that they'll survive and then they can walk the streets because you'll probably need the vaccine to go in areas where you can't social distance. And so someone says, I want to go to the football game. I want to go to the basketball game. I want to go shopping. I want to go out for Christmas. I want to get married, right? Because the marriage is right. If you want to go to a wedding, everybody's dancing and they got and then everybody's envisioning themselves back to normal, which is a very narcotic sort of addictive image in their brain. It's going to draw that that adult child, the forever child in. They're going to give them the shot and then nothing will ever be the same because everybody's going to start being sick instantly and then Fosse and his rebound effect phraseology is going to come in and it doesn't matter if the 5g is taking kids down at the at the schools or it doesn't matter if it's the vaccine and just the regular death like it doesn't matter like like i said in italy it's 850 regular deaths a day they're going to be all marked as covid they're already being all marked as covid heart attack covid suicide covid Right. I mean, th- there was a guy complaining that he's in charge of the suicide corpses. They're coming in and marking them as COVID. People wow. who've committed suicide are getting marked as COVID. People that are having heart attacks. And they did that in the 2009 H1N1. Cheryl Atkinson's from CBS actually lost her job for going state to state, seeing that the U.S. state governments, which again are just run by adult children, they hedged their bet to go work for the bully. So that's why you see like someone like Fossey being evil, because that was always his bet. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna side with the tyrant say what he says so hopefully he can live but yeah evil spares no one fossey will have his head on the chopping block eventually you know everybody is going to be paying dearly for inviting the wolf in because again it's a it's an entity it's a vibratory entity that infects weak and childish humans who think short term like the warrior class has been wiped out and and i know a lot of people say they would rise up and fight, but where is it, right? Let's hope it's coming a little bit because the wolf is here and it is hungry this time. It is very hungry. And Bill Gates, he's living his legacy. He's living his to his fullest potential. He's a complete another. He's like the darkest man since any dark man in history. And yeah. and you know, for for a real a real adult to think that a, a nerd, a computer nerd who has psychological, obviously psychological imbalances should be, you know, giving advice to a society through the TV. And why do you think, what do you think happens to scared children like Bill Gates in their childhood to their psychology? And the reason Bill Gates hates everybody else is because he hates himself. You don't have to do more than a first year psychology course to know that he is rotten on the inside. He hates himself. He he thought if he was a big popular figure with lots of money that he would be happy. He's absolutely miserable and he wants to make you miserable. He wants to make you as miserable as he is so he feels better about his rotten interior. And that's what sociopaths and psychopaths well, sociopaths are like they they project their rottenness onto you they're going to say you're the problem you're not yep. walking properly outside you're not social distancing because they don't want to look in the mirror and say bill gates i'm a psycho you're a psychopath you're right. rotten you're insecure you're miserable and everybody in government is is the same way. They thought if I was like Trump, if I was president, I'd be happy. Fossey, if I was the head of health, I'd be happy. Uh, health, uh, happy. They're all miserable. Working for the government is a soulless, empty, futile job. 
And then when those soulless and futile people see beautiful people accomplishing beautiful things, empowering people around the world, smiling, laughing, hugging, loving, connecting, those rotten fuckers inside government take aim at you to bring you down to their level. Like suddenly, I used to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, travel the world speaking, get it, you know, people asking me for my autograph, people taking pictures with me, you know, me and my friends playing in the ocean, playing in the sun, having beautiful dinners together. And then suddenly, oh, there's there's that idiot, psychopath, sociopath in government. Somehow he's managed to climb the ladder above me in three weeks by knocking my dick in the dirt, knocking me down so that he can feel better about his futile and useless existence. That's what's going on here. We're seeing the psychology of a child. Instead of the child rising up into their full potential, the child-based government is now on a psychological level disempowering the society to make it feel better about its shortcomings. Yeah. So couldn't better myself, dude. That's yeah. That's so. That's it. So yeah. So if you want to know why evil's here, it's to remind everybody here to do two things: stop embracing the permanent childhood. It's time to grow up. And two, there's we have no need for government. We don't have any need for disempowered children to take control of our lives because there's only one way they make themselves feel better is by knocking us down. Everybody I know is being knocked down. I, I Guys out doing beautiful retreats in Bali, another guy doing a beautiful re- retreat in Costa Rica, getting people to heal, getting people to lose weight, getting people to open up and love their mates better and, and you know have happier existences drives government employees absolutely crazy because they're miserable. And this the system doesn't benefit anybody. That government employee was a good person when they started. Everybody is being processed through this system. And we get, you and I have gone 18 years of government indoctrination in the schools. They, they go in the same government indoctrination and then they got to work in that shitty soulless system. It doesn't take more than 15 years till your soul is gone. And then you're looking at independent entrepreneurs like you and I flying around the world, doing talks, speaking to big gatherings. Everybody's hugging me later. And they're like, I don't have that. You're not going to have that. And then suddenly he's, you know, you know, all the politicians who never their jobs are never in jeopardy. Right. Like they're like, you're going home. I'm like, who decided that? I did. I'm powerful. Respect me. Love me. I'm the hero. And I'm like, you're like two. You're two years old, (laughs) you know, because no one, no adult member of any tribe disempowers the other tribe members to make them feel good about their insecurities. Like, look at the leader in Canada, Justin Trudeau. It's a man child. Feminized yeah. man child. Yeah. He has he has no ability to lead. A real leader says these numbers are fake. These are the regular death rates as we had last year and the year before. I can't shut down the economy. The, I think one of the leaders in Brazil said that. The guy from Belarus definitely said that. We're not shutting down the economy. People die. We all die. That's what he says. That's what a real leader does. And then, of course, everybody, all the children and all the other parts of the world are like, you're not following your orders. Well, order following is a child-based attribute. Leadership is about saying, this makes no sense. I don't care what everybody else is doing. We have none of that. Everywhere from Trump to Trudeau to, you know, I don't know if Trump shares his wig with that UK leader. What's his name? (laughs) Okay. But none of them, they're all children. They all follow. And of course, they're getting you know, they're getting pushed to follow by the UN and, other, but regardless, start, start thinking, anybody out there, start thinking the numbers are fabricated, they're regular deaths sold as irregular using props, plastic, hazmat suits and quarantined areas. It's the same people dying. Like even in Italy, they said 99% of the people that died with COVID had one 
at least one diagnosed disease already. 53 had three diagnosed diseases already. It's the same amount of people dying as the year yeah. before. Okay, yeah. with, with just lots of props around them. So look, I know you got to go, but people really have to understand you got to start thinking about where this goes. Evil doesn't say, oh, yeah, you're all bowing down. Oh, I'm going to go home. <laughs> Evil will cut your head off if you take a knee. And it will cut the head off of your wife. It'll cut the head off of your daughter. It'll cut the head off of your son. So be very careful about inviting the vampire into your, into your state or your city and literally asking to be locked in your own home. Like how much of a child are you locked in your own home? Because they're fabricating numbers. They're, they're construed. They're modifying regular deaths as a regular and then using the media to push that down your throat yeah it's time to start thinking again yep amen brother well dude that was intense but lots of great information man i know uh i know my viewers are gonna love this and uh thank you so much for your time man all right let's uh see what we can do start countering the narrative that's what everybody should do ask yep. questions make a good post have some evidence Ask one or two questions, counter the narrative. It's the only way to deconstruct the belief in someone else's mind. Not arguing, it fortifies the belief. Deconstruct it through evidence-based presentations and ask questions. The questions open the mind. Argument closes it. That's my advice. Beautiful, man. All right, buddy. Okay. Thanks, God Jay. bless you, man. See you later. Okay, brother. We'll see ya. See ya.